Welcome to On Tuesdays We Co-Work, where I am co-working my way around London with my partner in crime, Home Slice, Boss Bay. I think we get it, can we crack on? <laughs> Guys, you know how we're basically Anko groupies? Well, we've managed to get an opportunity for you to join the tribe too. Now you can have three months of free membership, which means you can check out any of the 60 Enco venues around London, have access to free Wi-Fi and guilt-free all-day remote working. We love exploring all the different locations and being part of a members club that was meant for our budget. Not only does it make co-working or working remote stress-free, but we also love being a part of their community of like-minded freelancers and entrepreneurs, as well as getting invited to all their free events and workshops. You can now try Anko for two months, completely free, and pay only £20 a month thereafter. Just go to anko.life, that's anko.life, and use code on Tuesdays we. Hi guys, welcome back. It's Leela and me again. And Surprise! <laughs> and uh, we just came back from uh, actually an Anko event which wasn't like a review thing. It was We just participated it as um, breakfasters and learners. Learners. Yeah, it was really good. I'm really glad that we went. Yeah. Um, so it was like a personal finance mm. for freelancers, specifically aimed at freelancers' workshop. Yeah. And I like that bit that it was aimed for freelancers because obviously like knowing about budgeting and stuff is really important, but it was like the kind of abstract things that I didn't know I didn't know. Mm. Like, for example, I didn't even consider the fact that, oh yeah, I don't get pension, so I need to do my own pension. Yeah. Or like the idea of whether we should be a company or a sole trader. Mm. These things, you kind of just get stuck in the day-to-day. And obviously there are long-term and short-term things, but I think the long-term, sometimes I just shut the door and I'm just like, yeah, I'm not going to think about that because it's not yet, but when is it? She she said, oh, I left my bed outside. She said one thing that just stuck out for me. Um, and she said that the first thing, whatever you plan in your life, just ask yourself, what do you want? I was going to say yeah. that too. I thought that was really good. She said that, and then it kind of just, because I always... And I know it's not good, and I've tried not to do it in that sense, but I always kind of had half in mind of, like, I've limited myself from what I thought I could earn and save, if that makes sense. I was like, okay, this is kind of... I'd probably, you know, if if I would create this, I want a £3,000 budget per month. That's just not going to happen. And so I, have to lower, so I was always working this back and forth, but she just said, that, okay, no, just write down to what your expenses is and how much you want, obviously, for your personal things and how much you need to save for that and how much you want to save for a holiday and so, and just work it backwards and just see how many clients you need. And like, yeah, like, money is a tool. It's not that what defines us. We are in charge of money. Yeah. So it just helped me just a little bit, like, let go of that. And I really liked it when she said that as well. I think someone was asking about maternity leave mm. when you're when you're a freelancer and how how do you do it do you have to work or not and I thought it was really good the way she said like well what do you want yeah. because I think it's that you know how I believe in in this sort of personal choice and responsibility and that we create our existence yeah. and it was exactly that it's like yes we don't have to think because I know what you mean I've fallen to it before as well like we don't have to think because we're freelance oh we're only going to make this much and mm. for example it's, it's natural sometimes think oh but will I ever have a mortgage and that and this and that but I really try to stay out of that, again, the, like abundance mindset. And I just thought, yeah, that's so good that you're literally saying, well, 
what do you want because you can have it but you just have to work yeah. for it like we'll find a way but you can have it's yeah. not a case of like oh what because I might not be able to work or uh, or save or not work because I won't earn enough or something it's like you can but we just have to plan for it and it gives back the control I feel like it gives you back that like I can do it sense and and also what I've got to realize now that I think this is again something that comes with practice and more you do it the easier it gets that me growing up I grew up in a family it's quite like a traditional um kind of parents role and but mom is quite liberal anyway but I grew up in a way that my mom is very much like a spender as she's got as soon as she's got money to be either like one week we were extremely rich we're eating out every day and the next week we just had like bread and butter literally because there was nothing in the fridge she's a freelancer as well so yeah. she, and she never saves she's never she, she always kind of made us aware of don't do this like yeah this is shit well she's she raised the three of us on her own because my dad wasn't really supportive um so she's done amazing but she's very much like always ma- maxed herself out she never planned um not st- stucking her her head in the stand but just something like that not yeah. not actually thinking about it and being mindful about it yeah just you know that's not the worry we just deal with whatever and um, my dad, he is a very sweet man, but also likes to impress, likes to live and portray a certain lifestyle. And he definitely, like, put, shoved everything under the carpet and he paid the big price for it. Um, so I knew that these weren't examples. I knew what not to do, but I never knew what to do. Yeah. And the thing in the past, and obviously I've taken up these patterns because you do that subconsciously. And I've never, I was always just like, well, something will happen. If I had money, I spent it. If I didn't, I was, that was the thing that the lady said, that whatever you earn, you'll be fine. She said, like, if you're earning this much and if you, for some reason, your income is less, you'll survive Mm -hmm. because you will. But then also when you have more money, Somehow that money goes somewhere and well, you don't know where. That was so relevant because obviously we've both been talking about it in last week's episode and here as well. But even in the last week, how I told mm. you, like, businesses kept growing. And it's crazy for me because I've now hit the point where I've almost doubled my income from wow. in a month. Um, like, obviously, it's different every month for a freelancer. But I've been pretty much steady for a few months. Little peaks and little little bits of growth, but mostly steady for mm. a long time now and then suddenly like everything that I put into place is kind of starting to come to fruition and almost up my income so I'm like wow I'm gonna finally save pay off some debt and all this stuff mm. and I'm doing that and it is like I'm paying all these things and I'm not just spending it but equally I'm like okay so now that I've put this to spend to saving and this that and that it's amazing how quickly you can just fill up that extra money yeah you just like now it's just take away coffee and yeah. now there is like for me I had a like, better month and I was like like for me last year, so you guys, you know, I was very mindful of how many times I took the bus and yeah. took the bus instead of we that. both were. And, and I'd rather travel two hours from yeah. East London to down here on a bus than get on a train. But now I'm like, oh, it's one fifty more. Come on, that's nothing. Yeah. And um, so all these little things, and it it goes. And that's exactly the same with me. Is that like, you know, what you said about you will always survive. Is that mm. when we were like really making those sacrifices and first making the jump. Like, we literally, I don't know how we, like, I wonder now, that like, how did I do it? <laughs> but it was literally that these small things, so, like, I'm not going out spending loads of money now, but it's just like, okay, so I literally would walk everywhere. Like, I would mm. 
if we went to work in Farringdon, not Farringdon, where was it that we went to? You walked up to Detox Kitchen, which was in Fitzrovia. Fitzrovia, we walked to um, uh, All Gay, uh, More Gay, like just wherever I will walk there. And Whereas now it's like, oh, that's too far. I'm not going to walk there. (laughs) And then it's just your life, like like they say, your lifestyle expands to fit your Mm. income, not vice versa. So I think that's what she said about saving first like having a set amount that you have to save each month I know I need to do that otherwise I just won't save yeah I mean for me what I wanted to kind of end up that with my story so I had these these patterns from my 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 upgrowing and um and then I was doing the same things and I wasn't handling I didn't have a budget I wasn't budgeting I was I was okay fine I was behind you when you kind of try to like when you're saving a boat so and what is it when you do with the holes to kind of fill the holes here and there to kind of not, not to sink? Oh right, you know, yeah. like just this little kind of okay, temporary. I'm, yeah, fix. I don't need the money here a little bit, and I was kind of juggling between direct debit and yeah, see yeah, that, yeah. and it wasn't healthy. And I think last year I had this like, do you know what? I'm just gonna write everything down and face my depth, and I face face everything and work from there. And I've and since then I've been just doing that, um, and result of last year I um so I was paying these British gas and whatever direct debits obviously monthly and I had that six month when they send out the difference that you have to pay extra or oh, if yeah. you debit or credit with yeah, the account yeah. and it turned out that I was in 200 and something 23 pounds I owed still yeah that was an outstanding balance and I was like oh what can I do and I know what I used to done I would have just borrowed it from someone and I owed the other person or ignore it and cry and we just know I'm just gonna the phone I called them up that what can I do because I don't have this lump sum money right now or it would be very difficult for me no that's not a problem we just edit to your next direct debit and just do it in installments and just edit like five pounds on my monthly direct debit oh yeah that's cool great so if you just go up talk to people face your problems kind of like for me the more I'm kind of facing it and working with money the less power it has like I've always had a fear about money I've always had a very unhealthy relationship I was either like you know getting tipsy and just spending it and then, oh cool and have big you know when you have like a bigger invoice paid yeah or I was dreading it didn't want to think about it it just I felt sick when thinking about money yeah. and now when I'm just realized that it's just a tool it's I make the money I work it and I spend it and now it's it's you know, um, the, the tool and the power, like the power source and not the money. It's, and since I've been writing down and having this relationship with it clearly and directly, it's losing its power and just getting just a... It's not even just losing its power as well because I think we, we all need and want money and that's not a bad no, no. thing, but it's equally like changing the relationship with it because it's like that scarcity abundance that's, that's the, the, the power over me that that's the power yeah. it's losing that I just know that there is loads of money out in the world but I can have as much as I want exactly yeah that, so, that sort of power sorry yeah so it's like somebody said today about they didn't want to write because the, the lady at the finance workshop said you know write it down and put all your money in a spreadsheet and I just thought do people not do that because I've always mm. done that but to lesser lesser degrees of efficiency as I am now that I've got help from this coach and helping me but I've always put it down and then I realized like yes even you know like even though I like doing that sometimes I just don't look at it for like three weeks because I don't want to know yeah 
And so we all have that. It made me think, like, isn't it so silly? Because we know on the surface that's such a... You can't just ignore the problem. Yeah. Like, you just can't, but we still want to. But then I think once you look at it and you work out where you are, again, like, with everything, like, we talk about the problems in relationships or whatever, Mm. it's not as bad once you know it. Like, even if it's really bad debt, at least you'd know I'm in X amount of debt. And it's not as bad as, like, oh, my God, what if I'm in double that? You don't even Mm. know because you don't want to know. It's just, like, quantifying that problem and then... And I think as soon as you do it, and and what I was also thinking that when I had this, like, for instance, British gas problem, as soon as I said, they're just people. Like, probably they have bills, and probably they have struggled with bills. They're not, probably when, when you are working on your customer service line, you're not earning loads of money, so probably they just, you know, I don't know how much they yeah. are, but so probably they can relate to me. So if I call them up, hey, this is my situation, this is what I've been doing, what's the best I can do? And they're just there and they just help you. Yeah. I'm always amazed by that because I I, did, I grew up, like, kind of not knowing that that was the case. Mm. I guess most people don't know. Um, but I, I've been lucky in that my parents were very sensible. My mum, my dad likes to spend. <laughs> my mum's very, very sensible. And so everything was always paid on time. And mm. so it, it wasn't even, a, like, we didn't know about it. Yeah. It's just done. My mum just does it. But now, like, whenever my energy bill comes, it's not even, okay, obviously sometimes it has been, but... I literally just get emails. I don't get paper, so I never remember to pay it. So they always email me on the last day, like, mm. your bill is due. And they're like, if you can't pay it, just call us. And I'm always like, wow, like, you're so understanding that you're offering. <laughs> but I just thought, if you can't pay it, lights off. But Yeah, that's, that's really what I was because, like, because, because what happened on the, that I didn't have hot water. And yeah. my, my boiler had, like, an F28 error. And I looked it up on YouTube, as you do, and then like, okay, check your main pipe whatever if it's turned on I said probably it's still turned on no one turned it off yeah and then and then check oh then check with your supplier because if your bill is outstanding then we can cut off the, the, oh my god maybe mm. I didn't you know that's what I kind of yeah ma'am it's fine nothing, you know they were, they, were, they were really nice about it and it turned out that I just had to restart the boiler but, <laughs> <laughs> but again if you don't face the property you can make it as out if just figures yeah exactly mm. yeah so what else is going on in your week? Maybe we can chat about some of the other things. Well, obviously I had my workshop last week. Yeah. And um so Becky sold it to me. Becky's the girl who's um doing these work together Wednesdays, which I was really surprised about. I thought it was gonna be a, a meetup formal hi I'm and a photographer and you know, these formal chats. But it was just literally so many people just came along and, and were just doing their own stuff on a computer. Um but Becca just tied it together so we started chatting and networking and it was a really really nice um, day and during that day I had an hour workshop um, and I think it went really well I got loads of support so many people messaged me I didn't even thought that they would um, and it was a good experience I'm really happy with the content that confirmed that yeah like I put it to, that the knowledge was really good Um and I think how I owned it, like for my first couple of sentences, were like, hi, I'm Bernadette, and da, 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 da. this is my first workshop. I'm going to present you with, you know, this idea, this stuff. But um, it's the first time I'm presenting it. I have all the knowledge. So if you ask anything, I will be able to reply. But the kind of presenting it, put it together and speaking for an hour and a half in one go, this is my first time doing it. So bear with me. So they, everyone was just really supportive and understanding. Um, so I've just realised that how like, people are generally are, I think, if yeah. you open up to them, if you show your vulnerable side and mm-hmm. say, hi, I'm one of you and I'm trying, 
help me do it. That everyone's there to help you. And it just went easily. This, but, but again, I think it's definitely something that you only learn by doing it. Because I practiced it at home, practiced it with Glenn. But having these distressing noises, someone had to leave. There was one lady who just dropped the pen and just like, okay, drop the pen, uh, go on, go back, you know. Yeah. Or someone has a question, it kind of draws you off how to tie it back and learn those little words and sentences. Uh, or just even your voice and your style. Um, I think it's just you have to go out there and do it more Definitely. and more and just own it. Totally agree. And also, I like what you said about the, um, like, if you just open up to people mm. and say, like, this is, you know, how I am, that they support you. Because I don't know if you had a chance to listen, but this is what I was talking about in yesterday's episode. Is no. that, like, we're all so different, but we're really not that different. In the sense of we spoke about there was two guys at this very financy background, guys, yeah. with a load of female kind of creative entrepreneur freelancers. Very different kind of backgrounds and stuff but but what it comes down to and I think I was talking in this episode about how we split ourselves into groups a lot and you know how yeah I don't think it's the way forward and we were saying how they were so open they trying really hard to make the connection connection with us and it's just ultimately when you strip it back whether you you're worked at Goldman Sachs and we sat on our bed doing podcasts the point is that we're all just humans looking for Mm. connection with each other and we all understand the feeling of being out of your comfort zone, doing something for the first time or wanting to just be, you know, yeah. to grow and move forward. So I think it, it just says a lot of that today, what happened, but also hearing that about your workshop. If you just say, yeah. just open up to people and just stop putting these barriers up in ourselves of this is this type of person, so I have to act like this. Mm. This is this type of person. I thought that today as well. I know this is a bit of a tangent, but obviously I'm so goofy. I'm a bit like, funny with my humor my sense of humor is just very goofy or whatever and sometimes when I go to these events I put on my business persona and I find it a bit I find it just a bit like awkward because I am business-like and stuff but I find it like I have to leave part of me behind and today I'm just like I'm just gonna be I'm just (laughs) started to realize this over the last few weeks since I've last been to an event that I can just be me and show up as me because I work for myself so I can show all my sides. Like I think about this a lot with what I put on Instagram and stuff. So I'm chatting about business and saying, this is the podcast we run. This is why you should come on it, blah, blah, blah. But equally like make a goofy joke about whatever it is and realise it can all tie in. So I think it's just like be authentically yourself. That's what I kind of stripped away from. When I said that I had this idea of being busy and successful, then you have this, you dress a certain way, you walk a certain way, you present yourself a certain way. You know, I have these little things of like, if it's handshake, I like to do it with both hands yeah. and, and making those little tricks or, or little tools that can help you. But also realise that I kind of put myself in a perspective, what if I'm in an event and I don't know anyone, I just want someone to break the ice. I want to kind of hang, hang out with the cool girls or start you know, talking to that group, but I want them to reach out to me. So now... For instance, it's a good trick to go there kind of first or for a couple, because then you're the one who starts the clips yeah, in the yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But also, I just kind of go out there and, you know, how this lady went to the goodbye and she was kind of reaching her hand, but you don't know what you're doing, like kiss on the cheek hand. And I'm just like always like, I'm a hugger, don't worry. And I just hug them. And yeah. So I'm just really, if you are the one who just without thinking, just break that barrier, break the barrier, 
then everyone's just so welcoming and wants that. Yeah, totally agree. So, yeah. And I also um, obviously had this week something that's kind of maybe worth discussing, mm. interesting, was that you did your workshop. I had yeah. that speak program. Oh, yeah. And it was like a discovery day thing to see if you want to sign up to this program. And I really enjoyed it. It was just, we didn't actually go up and do public speaking or anything. We just, it was just a it day talking about what it's going to be like. Okay, but then so it, it wasn't practical. It was just more yeah, sort of, yeah. It's, yeah. It was just quite informal as well. I was just explaining it, what it's about. But then like we'd go around and talk about, each of us talk about ourselves and why mm. we're interested in it or what our concerns are about public speaking, why we want to learn, what we struggle with, what we like and this type of thing. So in a sense, it was kind of like public speaking in the sense that I felt that I'm in a room of random people and I'm openly discussing my exact thoughts on this. So for me, I felt quite like, oh, this is a nice experience to realise that my confidence has grown a lot, that I can literally go into one of these style debates in front of a room of strangers. But obviously we're all sitting down. I don't have to stand at the front and have everyone looking at me in the same way. It's a little bit different. And in the end, I just, I really wanted to go for it there and then. I thought I'm going to go away, think about it, speak to my like mentor Mm. and just get an idea of like, calm down a bit before I decide because it's gonna be quite impulsive and then we decided like things are going well for me my business is really starting to pick up but my priority is to get like my financials my savings started and all this kind of thing and maybe not to put because it was quite an expensive course all this money straight into it so I decided no and then I got an offer today they're doing like a massive offer they've slashed the price and I was just like oh part of me still kind of wanted to do this course Mm. and I was trying to explain it to my parents and I was even chatting to you about it as well that what is the line between investing in yourself and investing in your future mm. in a monetary sense because I see paying for a course as investing in my future and I was explaining to my parents that I'm my own asset they don't understand because they've not worked ever for the completely yeah. themselves so nothing changes unless I change it if, and mm. I know you can associate with it as well so I feel that if I want to go out there and start doing public speaking and start being at events and like getting hired to do this kind of thing then I need to like invest in it but equally even just like if I want to keep picking up clients I need to get better at communicating my message and spreading the word even Mm. if that's at a small event with 30 people or if it's just in the gym talking Mm. to one person I just need to like get better at these things so I'm worried that like I need to keep momentum of learning and growth up otherwise I stagnate but then, obviously, today, it's been really interesting because it's been the flip side of that coin, yeah. which is more about monetary investing and putting that money aside for your future rather than just... Because I used to come from a very scarcity mindset, and Ben, my ex, obviously mm. used to tell me that he spent thousands and thousands of pounds on courses, and I always used to go in the beginning, like, just thought that was crazy and thought, I'm never going to spend that much money mm. on courses. But the quality of the person he became but also the the like understanding of his craft was so high that it kind of changed my mind throughout that time and then this is the first in my life where I'm actually considering putting my own a a lump sum of my own money down to invest in myself so I just think it's interesting topic to maybe discuss about the balance of of these things Mm. I mean from personal point of view and how I've been obviously I'm quite a few years older than you as well um always anytime I had added that I got a new camera a new lens I'm gonna buy then um well the the backdrop support because that's like three four hundred pounds again as soon as I have Mm. a big job I've done it yeah and maybe that I had like good momentum for like three months but it's had one bad month and I was already back to square one and I 
obviously I know it's different because this, these are equipment and not yeah educational growth or courses um but I'm much more mindful now and would probably do it if if I have enough savings if, yeah. if because so what it said and it's really good to said that okay if you have saved up three to six months worth of income yeah so I think for me that's more at the moment that's my, my main goal, goal yeah. to do that and as soon as I have that and I have anything above then by all means yeah but that's that's my personal view after being such, such a roller coaster yeah and it's really easy to get that's, that's how I used to be as soon as I had a good month or two I felt like yeah let's keep the momentum and let's do it and invest it because that will bring yeah, more and yeah. I can take on more jobs and it's going to be good but really it wasn't really like that I think yeah I would prefer I think it. I think it has to be a balance so for me now with the like having made more money mm. it's that every month I've got like 100 pounds going to pay off a certain debt that I have a couple of hundred pounds in savings um a bit of money to towards like this that I need to do and I've got like all of those things and then it would be like and 100 pounds yeah. a month to this course or obviously it's more than that but something yeah. like that so I would never be like, okay, I've got my money. Say I've got X amount left over. I'll put all of that into it. And I think like that's probably the middle ground that we can all mm. find. Is that it's like, can you put some money away for that rainy day and still have some left over? If you have that left over, could you invest? So for me, it's mm. like I know that if I don't put it in my savings, that money's going to go on travel, coffee, clothes, and then can't you put it in your savings and then you you soon are done? Yeah. yeah. So um, that's why I'm just like, but I'm just deciding where I want to put oh, it yeah. because I know that I want to invest it in myself. But like you said, like I kind of need a new laptop and stuff. So then I thought, oh, maybe I'll get one of those. But for me, because this one still works, but it's just really old. I would rather invest in experience. Mm. So not just like an online course and not just a laptop or a new mic or anything like that. But I want to go somewhere because I change. Do you know yeah. I mean? So when I listen to a lot of podcasts, they talk about the value of going, like yeah. Mark Coles and stuff, go to a different gym. Like how, how was it, this, this networking? Yeah. You just met these people, but just having that, maybe you don't remember their names, but you remember the, the how they made you feel, their faces, and if you liked being around them or not. Yeah. So. And even just like, I used to find it more much more difficult, but I just walked over and yeah. asked about, asked somebody that if they wanted to come on the podcast. And... Even just doing that, it, was, it wasn't, like, a terrifying thing, but it was a little bit like, oh, should I, should I not? Did mm. it, learn something from it, like, grew from it right there and then. When you sit and, like, do an online course, of course you gain knowledge, but it's just, I think experiential yeah. learning is a new level, isn't it? So, yeah, 100%. Um, so it's been interesting. But, yeah, so for me, my priority has changed to, to the sense that... And also, something switched in me, and I was rushing everything and wanting to do it now and now and now and just slow it down and I'm, yeah. I'm much much more purposeful and mindful so you know if you have that course in six month time is it that yeah. of a deal but then you have such a you know financial Extra security buffer, yeah behind it um it's interesting that you say that because as they were talking about this finance stuff and they were talking about pensions and yeah and opportunity funds and um rainy day funds and all the different things we need I'm just my concern right now like like you said is just getting my rainy day fund mm. I'm thinking when am I going to save for a mortgage and all that but I'm like well I just want to have this for now and I kept thinking oh but what about this this and this and I kept saying to myself while we sat there 
don't try and run before you can walk don't try yeah. and run before and just because I was getting a little bit stressed <laughs> sitting there so then I just kept saying to, like soothing to myself almost like telling myself a poem or something I was like don't run before you can walk it's okay it's okay <laughs> I think that's like really relevant in this case as mm. well so it's good of you to mention it like the course doesn't I don't have to straight away start investing in all these courses but I do want to do it but I get but but then that's amazing because now you know you can put in your goal the wall yeah put it there it's there and it's going to wait for you and when you everything is aligned then, then just it. pick it up of your wall and do it yeah that's so, so true I'm in such a rush aren't I like you, <laughs> I think it's just it's really easy to it's really easy to get caught up and get overwhelmed by doing everything at the same time yeah. um and we were just talking about yesterday with um, with Dory, my flatmate. That um, so I read The Handmaid's Tale. Don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, but I haven't seen it. And yeah, I have quite a few hours of um, researching ahead of me. So I started. I usually have something either music or podcast or a series next to me, and I'm listening to it half looking at it um, while I'm working. And I put on Handmaid's Tale because I've never seen it actually. So good, and uh, it's it's really good. I really enjoy it. But also, Dory said that, for instance, for her, there was a couple of things, a couple of moments when she just fast forwarded or just got distracted on her phone. She said it was a, it's slightly bit slow. Um, and then I realized that yeah, that nowadays we just like I don't know what was the I think we talked about it before to. What was the last time you sit down and watch a film and just watch a film and not are you, not having your phone around you or yeah or getting you know looking at through Pinterest while look, we're watching a film but just doing one thing and and you have to train yourself back to just a little bit slow down and, and appreciate I mean, it. Um, I think, like I mentioned to you before we started recording, that now that business is getting to the point where my hours are going to be all over the place, mm. my early night routine is gone, my early morning like it's all going to be gone. I really need to start putting effort into like we have to put that in to it's like with the money thing that before I had like okay I've got a good amount of energy now that I can split myself and but now again you get you know you get busier but then the energy goes down and you have to put things into like into place so before I could get away with like okay going to bed a bit later or something but now I'm gonna have to be like just strict to myself and and just like make these things put these things into place like for instance last night this is so bad just thinking now about what you've said I was sat with Dirty John the documentary the real life oh. one which is very good but I don't even know so pay attention to half of it. it was on the tv and on my laptop I was trying to do an order for something mm. and I was messaging people on my phone all at the same yeah. time right then I realized and I was trying to make an order my sister came over she was asking me some advice about some work so I'm doing I'm looking at her work whilst on my laptop trying to make an order <laughs> and watching tv and not on mm. my phone and then I, I um realized it's half 11 and like, yeah I had to be up obviously so I was like oh crap got in bed with my laptop now I'm just trying to do two things ordering and phone conversation and then I literally went to bed about 1 30 because I was so wired mm. I was so wired from it and it's like and we it's, just don't it's... let our brains calm down and we do it with I really need like I paid big price because I'm generally not so I don't have a strong foundation of of mental strength and I really have to look after my, my my mental health as well and and last year I was kind of in this mode and just using abusing my my concentration my focus my just general my mental state uh <laughs> Lila's muscles just kind of twitching, twitching. um yeah so I was 
just really exhausting myself um paying the price now and yeah. which was really good because I would have probably never learned to slow down this much and just look after myself um but yesterday I had the same so I've been just running out and about because last I had a good month of good study work and work was coming in I was more with all my with all my um projects I was more in a planning process or and then the shoots and obviously sent out the sample images and they give me their selections and all of the photos that came in within like five days so now I have a bunch of images to retouch and I feel overwhelmed and my mom's coming tomorrow and my flat is a pit hole <laughs> and obviously when I have socialized life as well as having been a girlfriend and working and growing and going after just everything and yesterday I was like oh, I couldn't do it and and then I kind of I had a moment of clarity and I said okay calm down how long does it take for you to stand up now and tidy up 20 minutes so let's just do that that's it and I stood up and I tidied up and I already felt so much better because it was tidy yeah. and then I thought okay let's just organize your what you need to do and then you go to bed because what will happen the world won't stop yeah. like maybe I get a bit of a set but I mean I'm still not due for like 10 days with any of my clients so I'm fine but worst case scenario I have to say I, I do apologize there's gonna be you know a day I'm gonna be day late on your deadline yeah my life my, my work is not life or death yeah so I think I would just sometimes you just need to put things in perspective and just kind of calm the fuck down definitely <laughs> definitely and 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 I feel so much better but just someone to kind of take a step back and to see, and this is the same with finances now, what kind of, again, just realise just to kind of you have it all together and, yeah, maybe start and let's do the rainy day fund this year. Yeah. And then next year you'll still be really young and then you can start thinking about putting away for maternity leave. And then when you have that, then you start saving for pension. Yeah, that's so true. It's so funny how I get so like I think we into all this do. spiral, and it's so funny because I said to be like, you obviously thankfully can't see, but my house is absolutely a mess because <laughs> my mind is like the last few days I've been like really excited because things are going well, but to the point where I st- I'm like mm. a rabbit and I'm a bit like yeah. I don't know what I'm doing when like a little agitated, like, a bit like is, restless. Yeah, and like in my room now. We're sitting on the bed. There's an empty, there's a half open Tabasco in on the shelf with all of my perfumes. There's just like Vogue magazines all over the floor with like shredded pieces of paper from my vision board. And I just feel like when I finished this, I kind yeah. of felt like, okay, I need to start writing my programs, my clients. I need to do this, this, and this. I need to have this phone call. I'm like maybe I should just clean the house calm down a bit and yeah then and just do one at a time it. and then and you can face the problems even if you you know you was that you're missing a deadline or a payment right just calm down talk to the people on the other end inform them if you have a clear communicate clear line of communication and you're managing expectations then nothing will go wrong yeah. um that that was for me i think the biggest lesson because i've i've always been a bit let's talk like Let's, let's stick our head in the sand yeah and um and I just deal with it when when something is in my face I can't actually look anywhere else yeah but it was always a much intense experience rather than now I'm managing it yeah um but yes it's a good lessons for this week for this year for me so far it's um it's been really good but yeah I've really enjoyed the um the workshop and I would I would personally think that 
you have already such a great skills that you can just work with that for the next six months and then when it comes to speaking yeah yeah because you have much much better tools already than I do and it just naturally comes to you so um it's weird because like I've it's like you're the second person that's said mm. this to me recently but I've never felt that at all I never felt so I think something is changing probably from doing this yeah and maybe this is my practice and yeah. things like that um maybe more in, in work as well like being in a job where I do rely mm. on this tool but that's why for me I always felt like I really need this and then other people are like do you because you do a lot of it already and I'm like oh I suppose I do well, for it's me, just well I would think that what I feel in it but again that's what comes with practice to kind of just break those barriers down or what you said that you had that persona that you just very in business mind and you have yeah. to show people your approachable self that people yeah. can actually go up there and hug you and yeah and that that sort of kind of part I think but that's that's not nothing to do with speaking I think that's more I don't know yeah so that's why I kind of I know what you mean and I just feel that it kind of for me I think they are sort of linked because it's more about learning to so for me it's about like presentation it's just mm. it's about like the whole package um I feel that I guess I thought that if I get used to being in this new environment where every day I'm going up and speaking in front of other people I just will relax as a person oh. and get more comfortable around presenting myself in a, any social mm. situation so I guess that that's the way that I look at it um which is interesting because public speaking, we think just like standing up, giving a speech, but yeah. this kind of so today if, was a bit more... If you think about like when we first went to that, do you remember when we went to that um, event and that was the, the company director? Yeah, that's and, what I was thinking. And you didn't want to go up. Yeah. And I was kind of the one, come on, let's go up and just, hi, and just yeah, just yeah, let's yeah. friendly, approachable self. But today you went... To Except the, so just I think walked over. Just do that. If you just go for more meetups and be around more people, the more you do it, yeah. then you learn. And the funny thing was, this came naturally. Mm. This didn't feel... I I had to say it to myself for a second, but it wasn't even like, oh, should I... Like last time, mm. we were proper debating it. So I think that just comes with that personal growth as well, like getting more... Comp- like I said, today I came as me. So it was easier because it's like, oh, I don't have to pretend that I've got my shit all together. I can be my goofy self, but still be a business person. And then that's like, okay, the pressure's off so I can go over there. I think that there's the same when it comes to, you know, what you said about the labels, that we just thought, okay, business people, and these are the quality of a business person or a successful business person. Yeah. And you just have to let go of those things and just like, I am me. And I, you know, there's no definition of me because as soon as you have a definition, then you control yourself. Yeah. So it's just, just like, just don't, let yourself be. And you don't have to wear different hats. Mm. I always thought like, okay, so wear a hat for this event, wear a hat for that event. But actually you can just be like, okay, no, this is me. These are my quirks. But you will accept them and buy into them almost that you'll yeah. enjoy. It's like, you know, I always say about with PT, I'm worried that with some clients we have a lot of like chat and jokes around, which is great. But I'm like, oh, I, you know, I want to be more go, go, go. And obviously with some clients you have to be because they have to get the results and stuff. But you said to me, well, that's why some people stay yeah. with you. And then the client, like one of the clients who I have this relationship with, I brought it up and he said to me, well, this is why I like training yeah. with you because I like that. I so, like that so, side so, of the training. Value is so, much more, com- the value that you give when you're in a service industry, is, I think is much more complex. What I said about like, one of the episodes about my photography, that 
I think I'm a better people person than a photographer I am or like it just goes hand in hand yeah. none of them would go without like one of the um USP of my of my photography business is how I am with the client yeah and the pure product that you give there's just a product everyone can copy that everyone can everyone can learn the same things that you learned as a yeah. PT and tell it to someone but no one can tell it give a session like you do because yeah. that's do you know what I mean the knowledge that you have technically everyone can have it that's really good and, advice yeah and my photography everyone can learn how to do photography no one can learn how to deal with the person how to make them comfortable and have portraits that they feel like oh yeah this is me in the exact same way exactly yeah so um so I think that's that's whatever you do you just have that's why you have to embrace what you're good at and see is um I was listening to an episode and it was more about purpose and and how they say that purpose is so we so think fixated on um finding our purpose and we find that okay you know how you are coming from fashion to now what you do because we think a purpose is a, a career choice yeah or something but it's a much more complex thing and it's kind of they call it I think this is like an outer purpose or something but you have like an inner purpose that's just feeling like for my inner purpose I like working with people I like I really like being VIP like because obviously how I shot for instance an eye surgeon person I was in an operating theater and I went behind the scenes or I get invited to families lives or when I'm doing portraits most people tell me about their flows and what they don't like yeah. and I have to make them feel comfortable I like to be that person I like to be that person who makes them that it's okay and you should love yourself yeah and that's why I'm a photographer not because I like to take pictures for me that's just a tool of how I can express this yeah um yeah I like that that's something that I've been kind of reflecting on myself and like realizing it that you have that knowledge and that's amazing and that helps you I think express your inner purpose but you have to find that why you what's your motivation what why is everything yeah. that comes together um yeah and what about your because you have an event this week yeah so On ladies day there is a yeah get up and grow girl times unit which is a studio gym uh in london bridge event on friday for mm. international women's day it's a girls night in unfortunately we're sold out so that's really not been, yeah technically I really don't know anything about it yeah what's so it's a a girls night in in the sense that we're going to do a fitness class a unit class Mm -hmm. uh which is called the squad class so it's where we work as a group so it's all about like empowering each other and working together and then afterwards there's going to be a panel of lots of different women well three different women but um different fields different things that they've got to share and then there's going to be self-care and some spray tans and stuff mm. like that going on. Going to have some protein and Prosecco. <laughs> and, <laughs> nice mix. Yeah, not, not together. together. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, sit down and just have a, have a yeah. nice evening of, of learning from these other women and networking together and stuff like that. So trying to hit all the bases of, like, Get Up and Grow Girl. Yeah. Uh, which I'm really excited for, especially so to do it on a bigger scale. did you see? 40. Wow. Yeah, so it's, it's really That's nice amazing. to see, like, such a big um you know growth from the last mm. event and obviously I'm doing it with with a brand this time which is nice yeah. um so yeah so unfortunately anyone listening who hasn't already got a ticket it is a little bit too late but you but can obviously keep up with what's happening on the night on stories mm. and uh so follow get up and grow girl if you're not already 
and definitely going to be more to come. So. Yeah, because that's, that's why I thought, so Becky, well, I kind of probably lost the track of thoughts in the beginning, but Becky from Antico, who organises events and meetups, um, she told me that, oh, would you like to, you know, do this workshop? Um, roughly, it's going to be probably around 10, 12 people based on our previous experiences. And I had like 34 people wow. registered. And I was like, Becky, this is not how you saw <laughs> Which obviously I was flattered by, but obviously very nervous. Yeah. Um, and how it was a free free um, event. Not everyone attended, but we still had a good, I don't even know how many people. I don't know, but we had quite loads of people still coming. Um. But yeah, so definitely I'd like to do some more of this because once you kind of get the taste for it, yeah. it's it's such a nice, it's just, just nice, the feeling that you, because obviously when we're doing these channels on social media, putting your posts, putting your captions or creating these podcast episodes and, and we're getting some DMs and, and some feedback, but I think these events are really the, what shows that yeah I'll, I'm gonna make an effort and at, attend and go and and people make when you finish a speech you don't you don't just get like people don't just sit or some walk out some stay they just sit silently like in social on social media you could post a story and you expect that a lot of people the majority of people will just sit and not say a word afterwards mm. right but in real life 99% of people will then say thank you or go up and, yeah, and say what they, they thought. Because, me yeah, and they clapped me. Even while I was so talking, they were, you know, they, they were nodding exactly. and they were smiling. And You're they not were talking into make, the black Making hole. notes. And, you know, when yeah. they were first people were making oh, my God, I said something interesting. <laughs> I'm like, what was that again? <laughs> yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. So, yeah. Right. I know what you mean. I can't wait to see what you went as well. Well, we'll update you about it next week for sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, keep up on social media. So let's wrap it up. Yes. We hope you like this new sort of format that we're doing. We're trying yeah. to just keep it a little bit more, like we said, to ourselves and just yeah. embrace the different elements that we're thinking of rather than something really topic-based and, and concrete, yeah. which isn't our style. So maybe if you have enjoyed it, you could make social media less of a blue <laughs> blue hole. Blue hole. What's blue hole? <laughs> I don't know. A black hole. Oh, um, that's what I meant. I didn't think of <laughs> black hole. I was, I was kind of trying to look for something what goes with blue. Um, yeah, but yeah, and you could DM us um, and let us know. Our handles will be in the show notes. So we would always love some feedback, wouldn't we? Yes, please. All right, guys. We'll see, see you next week. week. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm All Goodbye. right then. Bye. <laughs>